Hey there, people of the interwebs. Before we jump into today's book, Ender's Game, um, I want to talk to you a little bit about our social media. Um, obviously, you're a person of uh, refined taste if you're listening to our podcast. But if you want to check out, um, you know, Destiny Comics on Facebook or Instagram, um, you're going to see, uh, you know, four to eight paintings a week dealing with all kinds of things from pro wrestling to, um, you know, our throwback Thursdays where I, I, I do a painting of uh, an old movie or TV show or some, something of that nature. Um, you know, we have uh, right now coming up uh, several Batman 66 paintings. Um uh, Flatfoot McGee, my personal comic book character, the web comic will be starting next year. Um, you know, bookmarks, uh, all our, our fun stuff, because I do these uh, hand painted watercolor bookmarks on watercolor paper, um, which you can get at uh, patreon.com slash destiny comics. Comics spelled with an X because I'm a 90s kid and everything's got to be extreme. Um, so please, uh, just, if, if you've liked us and you like what we do here, go check us out. Also, there is a, uh, Facebook page for the bookies, just if you want to just focus on the podcast and book related stuff. Um, you know, we're, we're available at facebook.com slash bookies. I think just search bookies. Um, Although I've been told that nobody uses Facebook anymore, that all the kids are on the TikToks and the um, the 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 TikToks, um, and I'm an old man, so like um, change scares me. So we're not moving anywhere. We're on Facebook, Patreon.com/slash/DestinyComics, and then DestinyComics.com for all your Destiny Comics needs. Um, Obviously, you're listening to us, so you're a voracious reader through Patreon.com. You can get bookmarks uh, for uh, 25 uh, a month. You can get uh, added to our book um, uh, of the month kind of club, where we're going to send you something from our back catalog, the 8-Bit Pulp anthologies, some of the novellas, some of the things we published over the years, um, some graphic novels, all that fun stuff. Only available at patreon.com slash destinycomics. Um, with that said, we're going to move into today's episode, Ender's Game. The Vanish, yes. There, there is, there's some stuff that gets a little out there in some of the Bond yeah. movies. And oh my goodness, the one where the opening scene is finally the death of who you thought, the villain you thought he's died like three times already. Oh, uh, Blofeld. Yeah, Blofeld. And they put yeah. him, like, drop they him down the chimney. Is that the one where he's, like, in a wheelchair and they still kill him? Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he deserves to super die. Lame. Like, <laughs> he deserves to die three <laughs> times. Yeah. Super lame. <laughs> And then he comes back even yeah. more 
And uh, but now he's a cyborg. <laughs> he's like the master. Right? Like, Jaws is one of my favorite Bond villains, though. <laughs> I love Jaws. He's so funny. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know who my favorite Bond villain is. Uh, I've got a huge crush on Matt Nicholson, so for me, it's him. His character, so so. Crazy. All I have to say, though, and this is something because I, so I bought the whole thing of Bond for Justin, right? Mm-hmm. That's his name. Rashid. And oh, Rashid. yeah, uh, but so I. <laughs> So there was some that I had never seen, and we watched them, you know, in chronological order. And then later we ended up watching them backwards, chronological order, just for the heck of it, right? And then start in the middle. Right, right? yeah, just like... This week we're only going to do Sean Connery or... Or this, yeah, whatever. Just, you know, just for whatever. But anyway, so... Starting with never say never again. He he said, you know, (laughs) he'll be like, he'll walk in and the girl's like, I don't even like you. And then the next second he's kissing her and she's not fighting him off. And I'm like, okay, this guy has elf blood. He's glamoury. <laughs> he has to have elf He's blood. Sylvan, not you know, but he does because because you got the, there's the one character that she's supposedly a lesbian and she's he's still she still falls for him. Like was that the, uh, the Christmas whatever? No, no. Pussy no. galore. Pussy, oh, pussy galore. No, Christmas was the one where the movie forever. ended with that shitty joke. Yeah, yeah. Christmas only came like once a year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really? That's the last that's line? The, like, okay. yeah. That's what I'm going to remember. That's a horrible movie, song, right? that, that horrible theme song. <laughs> but anyways, like, oh yeah. So, so I'm like, I'm like, elf blood again. Like, he has, he has elf blood. Yeah. He has the ability to glamour these women. Because some of them, they're like, one minute they're fighting him, and the next minute they're falling into bed with him. And I'm like, this is not realistic. It's like my grandfather used to say, it's either fight or frolic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so every now and again, like, he took out the point where he I just said, elf blood, whatever. Like, uh, going back <laughs> to the villain, it's my joke. Man, James Bond is quite Remember that horrible, that horrible song? Well, the the only way well that's got one of the greatest villains in it. Well, again, uh, like, Carter Carter Bond, yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he came yeah. back getting everybody. I'm cool with laser watches. watches. We're close to that anyway. But in the Man with the Golden Gun, um, uh, Peter Cushing? Yeah. Yeah, Peter Cushing. Who was that Goldfinger? Was that Ricardo Matamata? Goldfinger, yeah. No, uh, the Goldfinger, he was a heavyset guy. I can't remember his name. Um... Well, who played what? Ricardo Montalban played a, a, a James Bond villain. Ricardo Montalban. He played Khan, didn't he? Khan, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, I don't uh, think he was the yeah. chest. <laughs> I, if Peter, the Bond film. Yeah, Peter Cushing's the man with the golden gun. Uh, you know, and he's. I haven't seen those movies in yeah, years. He's one of the, the. You gotta love a guy who's like a villain in almost every single major and you know what's film funny property. Is, yeah. We were yeah. starting to... Dracula, one time, we, <laughs> were wa- we started watching Bond films Ricardo just Bonobon. to see he which actors we could in see when they were young. And there were so many, like the the guy who plays the the head of the Lannister family. I recognize his face. I could have sworn he was a Bond villain. The, who, the, who, the, the, that, that TV series. What is it? The, the, what? The, the Lan- guy who played with him on Fantasy Island. The Lannisters. I remember the name. I can't remember the stupid show. The Lannisters? Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Okay. The head of the <laughs> Lannister family in there started out as a Bond thug. Oh yeah, 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 in the '60s. Yeah, that actor. And, and, and yeah, he didn't even. He was, he didn't a, have like Roger a, Moore. He was like named Carl or something. Yeah, he was, was like Carl. the thug, like he was the thug Carl. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, that was like his first thing. I was like, oh, that's the guy. He's evil. <laughs> he's been evil he's, since the '70s. Right? Like, like he's really he's, awesomely he's evil. He's with him. Right? The Lannister he head picks, house guy. He's in alignment. He sticks with him. Wow, man. Um... Uh, okay, we should probably get, get get on this. 
No, no, let's talk about James Bond. Let's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> read James Bond this one. That's okay. Okay. okay um, we are the bookies. <laughs> How long have you been recording? Uh, <laughs> only five minutes at this point. Only five minutes. Awesome. Before, yeah. I'm, I'm going to cut it down like a small. Well, opening, I don't know. One day there's going to be like a special disc of like all the oh. intro crap that we do because <laughs> some of it's pretty funny. Intro crap. <laughs> That's our theme song. No, just say intro crap. Mm. It won't even reference the bookies. Just <laughs> intro crap. <laughs> They don't um, even know what it's for. No, no. So, um, we're the bookies. I'm Brandon Noel. Maylene Noel. David McFarland. Louis Lopez. Bonnie Stallard. And Justin Stallard. Uh, and today we've read uh, Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. Um, Justin, you recommended this book. You want to jump into the, the basic plot of it? Why? <laughs> well, I, when I first uh, came across it, it was the movie that mm-hmm. came out a few years ago. Actually, it's several years now. It was 2013. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, and uh, in the credits it said this based based on, and like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to read that. And then the book turned out to be completely different than the movie. Really? Oh, yeah. The The movie's completely. I'm, they leave a lot out. Are you really surprised, Lewis? It's a long book. <laughs> I yeah, should you know, be, but I and, know. Uh, I don't know. It's a long book, but what happens? Uh, I forget when the book was actually written. Um, 80s. In the early 80s, but the guy was kind of ahead of his time as far as use of video games as training facilities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he really, and his talking about uh, combat and null gravity. Was pretty interesting, and, and but even the general technology too is the like general technology and the like there, there's TVs and tables, and nowadays we literally have TVs yeah. like in fridges. You yeah, know? And, and yeah. talking about having a portable desk, it's basically a tablet. Yeah, yeah. you know, and which was unheard of back then. It's, it's like Star Trek all over again. Talking about sending though. personal but, messages to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, the, you have this uh, young boy, so age of six. Who is uh, wasn't even born unless he, his parents had permission from the military. Oh, that was fascinating to read. To uh, because, more than because of his genes, they were trying to find the ultimate uh, soldier. So, uh, not just a soldier, but the ultimate uh, officer, mm-hmm. the ultimate commander. And uh, they his his older brother was. Brilliant enough, but he was a sociopath. His sister was brilliant enough, but she was too empathic. So they they uh, uh, allowed them to have what they call a third, which is a dirty dirty word in this age of uh, of uh, population control and such as that. And so he he goes through these all these trials and everything. And they're just grinding this boy down, and to be the ultimate uh, tactician and uh, and commander and, and commander, and to lead their battle fleets, and they the do it in a very, if you think about it, it's it's. Uh, Really brutal because by the time he, at the end of the book, he realizes all of these games that he's been playing weren't actually games; they were actual combat. And so he's 
spoiler. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what we do. You know, <laughs> what we do. You know, he, Sorry, he, just a conversation earlier. He, he, he ultimately winds up committing genocide. Yeah. Without real, without knowing it. Knowing it. Twelve-year-old boy. Twelve-year-old yeah. boy. Even oh, really wipes, wipes out <laughs> her, an entire civilization, except uh, later on he finds one lone queen. All you know, it's all because the lack of communication. Well, you know, more because they lied to him. Well, mm-hmm. but oh. the buggers had no f- facilities that's of true, speech. That's true, yeah. The whole reason there and was a they war couldn't was communicate with the humans. I was thinking about the commanders. They, 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 didn't, they didn't think of the humans as sentient yeah. because in the bugger world, yeah, the yeah. only sentient one was the queen. Mm-hmm. And and it never occurred to them that there could uh, be other sentient they, they, There could be billions of sentient, of sentient beings mm-hmm. in one planet. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's it was an interesting it was an interesting story. Um there's two more in the series, I think. Speaker of the Three Dead is the next. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. then I think there's a prequel. Because it actually lists all the different ones. Oh, there's how, how can there be a prequel? He would be like one. There's it would be about the war that happened before. Talks about, talks about the war. There's Speaker the for the Dead, Ender's Shadow, and Shadow of the Hegemon. Oh, there's four. Mm-hmm. Shadow of the Hegemon that probably has to deal with his brother. Probably. We're going to talk about that. (coughs) Good old Peter. Peter. Peter Normally I like characters in books like that. Peter. The other way. Peter and the Wolf, King Uh, Peter and Narnia. I don't like this Peter so much. This Peter's a prick. No. Yeah. Okay, so Justin, start us off by telling us what your favorite things were. Um, I would have to say his his time in the uh, combat school mm-hmm. <laughs> where they're talking where he's going through all these null gravity scenarios and mm-hmm. and stuff it was I really found that quite fascinating um, because you never think about it you know how you're going to move or how you know things react when you there's literally no nothing to the work off of orient and, yourself you what's know, up orient, what's down you know, what's, what's up and down and, and uh, it makes sense you know that once you're in that you know you can make uh, up or down whatever you want whatever you want it to be you know so the and he wound up uh, their games that they train the kids with uh, because of his thinking uh, the the games completely changed so that it uh, became actually be it actually improved the training for all the other students and stuff. But they never used any of it. No, not not at the time. But if if we could go in the future to train other, you know, uh, pop, of course they may never need another one, another more soldiers like that anymore. But uh, also the uh, the pol. I know it's weird, but the political portions of the book between his brother and sister were kind of interesting, you know, because you have a, uh, what, a 12 and a 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. Well, when, they, when they first started doing that, I think they were 12 and 10. Yeah. 10 and, yeah. 10 yeah. and 12, something mm-hmm. like that. But they were, you know, the, the, the thing that people have to realize is that they, these children are not just 
geniuses. They're smart. They're geniuses. They're prodigies. Of genius. I like mean, they're, they're the highest of the. You know, they're yeah. Sheldon Coopers. <laughs> yeah, Sheldon <laughs> Coopers. T- I, I I don't know. I think these kids would be smarter than Sheldon Cooper because yeah, because they they're have, more. They have the social skills, not just the brains. Yeah, they have the social skills mm-hmm. to manipulate, but True. the lack of True. empathy. Yeah. yeah. To to feel right. sorry for the manipulation. I just thought I throw in here. I looked at the front of it. And there's, I guess, much more to the Ender stories because there's the Ender universe. The Ender series is Ender's Game, Ender in Exile, Speaker for the Dead, Xenocide, and Children of the Mind. And then there's the Ender's Shadow series, which is Ender's (laughs) Shadow, Shadow of the Hegemon, Shadow Puppets, Shadow of the Giant, and Shadows in Flight. And then there's a couple others like Ender novellas and stuff. Mm. I did not know that. I thought there there was only three books. Yeah, it's like the Oz series. (laughs) I just wanted to say that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. But, uh, Bonnie? Okay, well, we're going this way. We this way. Go this way. Oh, we're going that way? Yeah. Okay, Brandon. Usually you're on my other side. Yeah. Why? <laughs> um, right. Pros, focusing on what we liked. Um, my favorite scene and probably my favorite character was Bean. <laughs> um, the yeah. the younger of the... He's still a prodigy, but he's, you know... Younger than Ender. Younger than Ender. My favorite scene is after he beats um, Bonzo, Madrid, with like a... Uh, you know, because they've been breaking his team down. Yeah. Everyone knows it's unfair. He's fighting every day. When most teams only have like <coughs> one game a week yeah. or one game a month or whatever. Yeah. He's doing it daily, two times a day, three times a day. Mm-hmm. And he goes out to battle, and there's no obstacles. <coughs> it's just set up to be a slaughter. <coughs> and he still finds a way to just outsmart the enemy <laughs> with human shields, and we're throwing them out there, and you got you got two shields, and then you got da, 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 you know he creates these little... Mm-hmm. Three man pods out of his out of his teams, and he still yeah, wins. I love, I love those. Yeah, teams. Love he still wins in a matter of like I think it says like two minutes and thirty seconds. Like yeah, it's like done. insanely like yeah. you know. And he's standing there, and I just imagine Bean floating in the like you know on a like just with his legs locked. He goes, Bean, how should they have won? And Bean just lays it out like they're idiots. This is, yeah. you know, this is what you do to beat an enemy like this, you know. And he goes, and he looks at um, Ra- uh, Raph, uh, uh, Graf. and he goes, if if you're going to cheat, you need to teach them how to cheat too. <laughs> and walks out. Yeah. You know, but like he just, he doesn't even realize politically he's enraged um, Bonzo, Bonzo yeah. because it was a super insult. Like, A, you're an idiot for not doing mm-hmm. this and being my youngest Member of my team knows how stupid you are, and yeah. he does it in front of everybody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? In front of his army, who he's commanding. Mm-hmm. So he lost yeah. mega face. Yeah. In, in my mind, I just see uh, being kind of like floating upside down. Well, what he should have done was. And then he comes I just imagine him like. Bean, what should I have done? Well, yeah. he's floating in air. It's kind of like the Thor <laughs> bit where he's dangling by a chain and he comes around. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, good. What? Oh, I missed that last part. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's just, in my mind, that's how it went. <laughs> well, that's, that's like my favorite scene. And I love his, like, he knows he's too hard on Bean, but he doesn't know how to be soft. Yeah. And still And still commands respect. Like, that relationship with Bean, I think, yeah. is really interesting because... You know, he knows how to command. He knows how to lead at this point. But he doesn't know how to... And he's empathetic as a leader. Right. Because, he, you know, they, they give the, the speech or the, the comment like, 
he, in front of everyone, he demands absolute respect. But if he pulls you off to the side, he's more soft spoken. Yeah. You know, yeah. And he, he's a better commander like that. But he doesn't know how to really work within with being. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, he finds this perfect use for being like, no, you're my hitman. Yeah. You, you got five guys in your squad, and when I tell you, you break off and form your own mercenary team. Yeah. You know, so I love that relationship with Bean. I love how it develops. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I, because I, I, I think he feels for Bean because he knows Bean shouldn't <coughs> be there. He's too young. He reminds him of himself. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that scene's my, absolutely my favorite in the whole mm-hmm. How old was he? He was eight, and Bean was six. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I think my Benny was he 10 and like Bean was 7 or, or something. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But, like, he's 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 being graph in a very real sense in the yeah. very beginning of that. And he yeah. might not even have known it at the time. Because that's the way he was taught how to do this. Yeah. 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 So that's... Yeah. Um, well, for me, I... Like I... Kind of like Brandon, I, a lot of it was just certain moments. That I really mm-hmm. like. Yeah. I really, um, when it comes to the characters, I really liked Eli. I liked his character. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed And I loved that, like, kind of very heartwarming moment between him and Ender. Yeah. Where he's, like, Salam mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And just that moment of brotherhood, you know, they mm-hmm. have. It's like, okay, now we're back to being ourselves, you know, whatever. But, yeah. you know, it's kind of unspoken understanding. I guess right. of each other, and in how in that one word he kind of gets a glimpse into who a lie is, mm-hmm. you know. And so there's just a lot of little moments like that. And I love ha- uh, Valentine. I think she was probably my favorite character because mm-hmm. I liked how she knew both her brothers fairly well, but particularly Peter. Yeah, she understood he's a sociopath. Like to the point where she, right. you know, would get she collected photos of some of the things he did, and later used it to her advantage. You know, right. the stuff with the squirrels and everything, and <coughs> you know, yes, he's going, he he's using me. He wants me on his side for his purposes, but maybe I can use this to my advantage as well. I can Which use she it. Does. Yeah. yeah, I can use but him. What did she accomplish? Back. Tons of things. Mm-hmm. Not really. He still became the ruler of the world. Right, but yeah. that wasn't her and her end game wasn't. Well, the prevent him from that. She yeah. knew he was going to get there either way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But as far as we can tell in the book, he be, he was a decent ruler. Yeah, he actually. But it was that. just the thought that they yeah. bypassed all of his misery by going into that hyper sleep on the ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He but still became the, the miserable person he 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 was. No, but he because of the way they set things up, certain things politically, he ended up doing some of the things that she would have thought he should do. And he wasn't as bad a ruler as she thought, as she originally had feared at the beginning. She, he ended up doing well. Yeah, wasn't he seventy-seven? He died of a heart attack. Something like that. It's been a while. Well, that and she she was faced with the very real possibility of if I don't work with Peter and try to do what I can, he could just straight He'll up kill me. Worse. <laughs> yeah, He'll get, get worse, me. and yeah. she won't make it. And yeah. some of the bad things that he could potentially do wouldn't be deadened, like as far as the effect, yeah. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just I liked how she was like, okay, well, if he's going to use me, he's going to use me with my knowledge kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to just be some yuppie idiot who yeah. doesn't realize what he's doing, you know, like a lot of the other people in the world. And I just love how 
even though she was behind, how did you pronounce the name? Dem- Demosthenes. 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 Yeah. Okay, it's a hard time saying that. Yeah. Even though she was behind that name, she really didn't believe, you know, what she was supposedly spouting, and yeah. just like her watching her dad. And I know. Like, I, I kind of loved those moments because she's like. Only an idiot would believe this. Yeah. And then her dad's like, man, this Demosthenes is really smart. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. She's sitting there going, oh, and my her God. parents <laughs> weren't necessarily oh unintelligent either. Apparently yeah. her dad's an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's just really persuasive. And he, yeah. He's they're both. They're, that's the thing about all three of the kids in this family. Yeah. They're... Yeah, yeah you're Highly dealing with savants. Yeah. yeah, yes, yes, absolutely. And her dad was kind of an easy follower, I think is what it was, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't think it was so much that he was an idiot. It was yeah. just, like, he, he, he was, was easily swayed. Yeah, he was yeah. easily swayed for things, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most for me, there was a lie and Valentine, even, you know, Bean, I liked, you know, because he was very, at first I kind of found annoying, like, okay, calm down, kid, like... <laughs> Slow your roll. You're not going to make Commander Day 1, okay? <laughs> you know. I but, want my own tune. <laughs> but I, at the same time, I liked just the fact that he was like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, a tune leader one day. You know, recognize me, you know, kind of thing. So, so yeah, those were, those were mostly the things that I, I enjoyed. So. I don't know if I had a favorite part in this book. Well, well favorite character, yeah, favorite, general, yeah. Like? There's always something you, you can find to enjoy in a, in a read. The end. The end. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those one of those books to me where I'm like, oh, okay, it's it was I'm kind of like neutral. Mm. It, but was I it mean, better than Maze Runner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was shorter. That's, that's what you like about it. <laughs> yeah, it was better. It was better than Maze Runner and, yeah. and the Corkscrew. Tapes or whatever that screw tape. Corkscrew. Oh no! Screw it. It's had a screw in there somewhere. Uh, I want to read Dave's version. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> the corkscrew tapes. That's the recordings when people use their corkscrew. Got I mean, really the, drunk. The book, the <laughs> book was easy that. to read, but I just thought it was. I guess it was just kind of bland. Mm. Mm. Okay. I mean. I just well, I'll get to the the negative things and yeah. when we get to the negative. Oh, things. we're gonna get on the negatives. <laughs> it does have some negative. It's yeah. just I just it was like uh, okay. I mean, I don't want to say that I was forced to read it, but I could I could put it down and 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 do something else quite easily. Yeah. I mean, it was like I didn't have anything really bad or good to say about it. I just went oh, okay, and then okay. I was just done with it. I, I mean, well, I didn't really have anything. Let me ask you. I guess I'm, that, I'm, I'm, I'll okay. say, I guess that's the positive thing is that at least you didn't hate it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, so. yeah, okay. I, I do want to try to pull something out of you that you might like. What about the fantasy video game or any of those elements? I mean, I didn't even really think about how uh, people were saying that he was innovative. The, the author mm-hmm. because of I, I didn't even think about it until you guys mentioned it I mean I'm like oh okay but you have to remember that I grew up in the in the 70s where a whole bunch of stuff was kind of futuristic so this kind of was like oh, okay it was it just kind of fell into place and I didn't even notice it because mm-hmm. I I grew up with Tron <laughs> and right. my very first video game was Pong <laughs> So reading this, I'm going okay, and this kind of it, it kind of compared to stuff now. I, I, I honestly didn't even think about it about the age of the book. 
When was it? Like, yeah, what's the copyright he, on it? He was uh, very using video games and things to to teach and to learn yeah. and to train in combat well, and school and stuff. Like, oh, okay, yeah, 1977. So, yeah, so this right, yeah. actually a lot of the stuff that he wrote about here are things that we're seeing, even in the classroom, seeing mm-hmm. in yeah, the, use things like that in a military academy. Things, you know. So, so that is something that he did. But you know, you might not think about it. Especially because now we have so much technology. Sometimes yeah. we forget. Oh, this stuff was all just a make believe. Just make believe. Yeah. yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just. I mean, it was. It was all right. I just off the top of my head, I really can't think of anything positive to say about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You've read worse books. Maze Runner. It's not. It's not that. that <laughs> it's yeah. not that it's bad. Yeah. It was just. It wasn't really inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. Um, there were there were a bunch of little moments that I liked throughout the book. One of my one of my favorite ones was when Ender is talking to Dink about just like you know the the training school and the games and all that kind of stuff. And, and this is like in their downtime. And Dink mentions that he's been looking up like history and, and talking about how I, I, I've heard of these these things called children. <laughs> <laughs> like we we are supposed to be children, but we are not children, <laughs> right? It was it's like true. this weird moment that just kind of made me go, "Holy shit!" He's right. They've taken our childhood. Yeah, yeah. they they are not children. They they are essentially highly efficient, you know, warriors. They're soldiers, right? They're they're supposed to be out playing stickball, I, I guess, at the time, right? Or or e stickball, whatever the equivalent would be. Mm-hmm. But they're they're not playing games. They're playing war games as, you know, six and eight and ten year olds. Like yeah, that, that was one of those moments that made me go, Oh, this is this is a book. This is a book. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a book. <laughs> this is a book. I like that. This I is like a book. This is a book. <laughs> yeah, this is a book. Yeah. Lord of the Flies in Space. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so there were a lot of little moments that I that I liked about that. I I liked that it, it can tie into a little bit of the problems with the book, but I liked that Valentine overall still wanted good things to happen with regards to Peter, even though she knew that it was kind of futile. Right. She still wanted to try to push him in the right direction as much as she could. Yeah. You know, I felt... I, the, I, I think felt she the, was a good influence on him, generally. Yeah. She was a calming influence. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, she knew she couldn't stop him from doing basically whatever he wanted to, but she can kind of change the direction a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Change the focus. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ultimately, everything he did was destructive, but yeah, you know, how much more destructive could it have been if she had not been a positive influence on him, right? You know, or, yeah. or been at least a nice foil to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there yeah. were there were a bunch of little little things that I liked about it. It's it's not my favorite book of those that we've read, no. um, but I do like it overall. I love your. Uh, this is a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's relatively few moments in any book in general where you have like that oh moment, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, because that one true. moment talks about you know they're robbed of their childhood. A, B, you're given to understand that the kids in the battle school probably don't do a whole lot of real history. Like they study the histories of war, sure, but like like the fact that he had a realization that they are not regular children and nobody else seemed to to realize that quite yet right mm-hmm. like that's crazy he's 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 delving into the histories of like 
the life essentially yeah. and, realize that and that what was it like before the war? Right? this is not normal yeah, th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was one of those mind expanding moments for yeah. me that's awesome. yeah. I liked well I liked a lot of the different you know characters you know the characters he worked with the ones that also, I liked that once he went to the other station and He's training with Maze Rackham and he doesn't have anybody, doesn't have anybody, and then all of a sudden he has commanders and it's Bean and it's Petra and it's yeah. Ali and it's you know it's all these the people the, the people he'd want to be with it, they pulled his people in the movie you know? it would have been I haven't seen the movie but it's like the boys are back in town right know? exactly like yeah, these yeah, teams together and, that moment. and and because of all the things that they did there was so much that he didn't have to micromanaging they, they, there were things they just naturally worked because they'd yeah. already worked together for so mm-hmm. long they trained together mm-hmm. and that made them such a great unit which ultimately helped things work you know and um, it was the end game moment mm-hmm. where all it the pools open up yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yes exactly exactly yeah. exactly and and yeah, the final you know in the background yeah <laughs> and final and it was down. he was like for him it was a relief Mm-hmm. He knew these people. He knew how they worked. He knew how he had helped train them, really, you know. And he knew what he could expect from each of them, and where they'd be the best. And and um, you know, even when he pushed them, like you know, that more Petra, he pushed her too far. He broke her, yeah. yeah, but but she still came back, and she was good. And she's the one who first taught him to shoot. She was one of the first, you know. Yeah. Gave him extra trainings and things that was so crucial. You know, um, I liked her. I liked her character in that movie. She had a little bit more. In the movie, because they, you know, you could almost argue that without Petra, he wouldn't have been nearly as effective as quickly. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Was she was. Him, she was crucial it, it to his beginning longer. steps. Yeah. You know, because yeah. um, Bonzo just wanted him because to she not didn't, say that, sit there and do nothing. She didn't. She didn't uh, uh, care what Bonzo said yeah. or thought. You know, she was going to do what she wanted to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she wasn't going to let him get in her way either. Right. She wasn't going to let Ender get in her way either. But she's like, yeah, okay. I'll train you outside of stuff, you know, like... Yeah, she had that, that whole yeah. speech about how both Ender and her are sort of like outcasts in the sense that he's far too young, and she's also one of the only girls in the... Right. The whole school. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I liked the lull that he got at the lake, and you wanted so badly for him to be able to go back there. I mean, he no, actually no. owned the property, but he can never go back there. You <laughs> he, know that, so he, yeah. he can never go back. Yeah, I saw that. Go, oh, that's cool. <sighs> yeah, I know, but but you know, he had. <sighs> There's people make decisions for him. He didn't get to choose. He didn't, get, and he didn't get to in so much. He didn't mm-hmm. get to make his own decisions, which is a negative thing, not a thought. But yeah. but even even Graf cared about the kid, mm-hmm. you know, and and. I don't know if I uh, liked it. Sometimes I liked them, and sometimes they irritated me. But the, the beginning of the chapter is where there's people talking. Oh, and yeah. sometimes it tells you who is talking. At first, you don't even know who's talking. Mm-hmm. They're talking about the kid, but, you know, you, there's some insights. And it tells you as the reader some things that Ender will never know. Some of them or some things he doesn't find out until the end, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, which, and you know, the, things you need to know as a, the reader, but... In the audio book, they got different actors to, to do, do different the voices. voices. Yeah, yeah mine, like See, that. the audio book that I read and had, well, that I that I listened to on YouTube, hint, 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 it's available. Um, <laughs> the, it was just one guy doing the voices, but he gave different accents to the characters. So mm-hmm. that so that right helps. from the beginning, you at least for, from what I had, 
you could tell, okay, this is a different person, and then when you meet Graf, oh, it's the same weird accent. It's this person. Mm -hmm. Right. But, like, imagine just, like, reading that. I'd be be lost. Mm -hmm. It was a little confusing, because I read it. I didn't have the audio version. Yeah. But after, I think, well, towards the end, I started to kind of guess who was talking. You know, just from the way Certain times they'll actually, like, say something and be like, you know. Yeah. Um, I found it interesting that they managed to put Mazer in like deep sleep or whatever what you know to so he could be there mm-hmm. to train his successor. I thought that was interesting. Um and for me it wasn't a surprise because I had seen the movie first. So oh, that yeah. wasn't a surprise necessarily, but it was still an interesting aspect of something that they did use. Then I guess that it was him. You just said right. well, it's an old man sitting there I go, look it's yeah, Mazer Rico. I knew who it was I, too. I but I still thought that that was a good card to play for. Yeah. Uh, um, Main reason why I didn't realize it was him was because I don't know how I got it in my head. You know how sometimes you get something in your head and you're not sure how? Somehow I got it in my head that he was dead. Like, right. Well, it mentions so, in, in the book it mentions that he was dead. Okay, yeah. so maybe that's yeah. what it was. No, okay, so I wasn't public, really... Yeah. Public, to the public, to the public okay. he's he was dead. dead. Yeah, yeah, so I wasn't really thinking his, about his it. Age, you know? he would have yeah, right. been, been, been like 120 yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, yeah. he should have been dead. Right. So I wasn't thinking about it. The wonders of relativity. I also thought it was interesting, you know, he's He's Ender started looking at all the old, you know, the the video, clip. video clips and things like that. You know, when he's finally like, look, where's where's the stuff? I want to know. And they're like, well, so here's the thing, you know. And they finally tell him, and that's like a moment where he, you know, it's, it's like trying to uh, pitch together World War Two battles from the newsreels that have all been edited right, yeah. for propaganda purposes. Right. And I've seen like, a lot of those newsreels. They're pretty interesting. But you can't tell exactly yeah. what's going you know, he's on. Like, I, and they're like, all right, well, this is, you know, let's watch the thing, you know, the real stuff. Um, and what was there was one more thing I wanted to mention. I liked... Well, so the movie ends... Like I said, I watched the movie first, and it ends mm. shortly after the victory. And it doesn't go on. It doesn't have any of the Peter and Valentine stuff from home, none of that political stuff from home. And it doesn't have him finding the egg and stuff like that. Um, I wonder if which, the movie was based off the short story then. No, because the, the, I watched some of the, not behind the scenes, but some new stuff. Yeah. I listened to a couple of interviews with um, Orson, Scott, or Orson Scott Hart. He wrote 21 drafts of the screenplay. Um, and then they brought in a film writer who was like, no, you're doing this wrong. And the film guy just kind of cut and cut yeah. and cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it might be the cuts then. Yeah, yeah. like the, it was a... Because the original short story was basically the battle room. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, and it's, it been was, a, it's been years since I've read it, but yeah, there, it, there was yeah. so much From new material. The in interviews the I saw, Orson Scott Card was very happy with the, the film script. Because he's like, oh, they, they, sh- this is how this works as a movie. It, it is, and yeah. it because is actually like, how it works as a, as a book. Movie. It doesn't work as a movie. It wasn't meant the, to be the book movie. doesn't. There's too much of. There's too much slow stuff. There's not enough. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it does. The movie does work on its own. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just a lot that's not there. They do include and oh, okay, that, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about um, <laughs> the game. In a game, the the one where he's the mouse and it's just like the mind oh, game. The it's a weird game. the yeah. fantasy game. Yeah. Um, you know, where he ends up going to this whole other place and then the aliens using that to help him find the egg. And I thought that was really interesting. 
the game itself was in the movie. They just didn't have the whole, right. you know, tie-in later because yeah. they didn't they didn't take the book the movie that as far as the book. I went, found it interesting that they, it, like, they were able to somehow get into his mind by using the ansible yes. that they used to communicate mm-hmm. yeah. from ship to ship. So somehow, and they, they were, were able to figure out because they watched his memory. They realized that's when they learned about the humans was through mm-hmm. Ender, and mm-hmm. that's when they realized. We're gonna lose this, but how can we, you know, move on? I I don't know. I thought that that was an aspect of the story that was really interesting and fascinating. Although it would have totally slowed down the end of the movie and made it mm-hmm. not as exciting as a movie. You know, it was something you'd want to do later <laughs> and make it a little more exciting and had more action to it in order for it to be good on the big screen. You know, but um, yeah. So anyway, okay. I think that was all my. There was one other part. I'm just going. Mm-hmm. pop in there that I found that it was interesting. When it, it's it's uh, towards the end where he's found the egg and somehow he can not necessarily communicate but uh, he can see memories from the from uh, the queen the, the queen and where she would uh, breed a new queen and if it didn't uh, if it didn't believe in her, the way she wanted it to believe she would do away with it and apparently there were scores and scores of queens that she killed off until she found one queen that uh, wanted that wanted or could think as compassionately as she could mm-hmm. and that was the one that she left for Ender mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was interesting yeah. alright dislikes um, qualms negatives issues well I fiery hatred <laughs> I, I, I have a little trouble with the age range yeah, I think that <laughs> is. There we go. Now, there we go. <laughs> I know that in certain situations, kids, extremely young kids, mm-hmm. can learn things at an extremely early age and quite complicated things. You know, some things that adults. Uh, it's like uh, my grandfather when he was six years old. His mother would send him out with a twenty-two rifle, <laughs> say, yeah. "Go, go out and bring home squirrels for dinner," mm-hmm. and he would go out and shoot squirrels in the head, bring them home. Or bring home rabbits or whatever, and you think about and that was a six year old boy, and I think, can you see a six year old boy nowadays doing that? No, no. he would hurt, he would shoot his eye out, <laughs> or or something like that. But it d- depends d- on the depending on how he was raised. That's kind of how it was for my grandpa too. Actually, you know, their family were trappers, and and mm-hmm. yeah, he, he would go out into the woods with a rifle with his dad, except his dad. Like my great grandfather would leave my grandfather in the woods overnight. Yeah. For just I, I don't know why, but he did it a couple times, and you know my grandpa survived. Oh, yeah. very well, 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 at least it wasn't yeah. at least it wasn't a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> now I've heard stories of family yeah. members of mine uh, going to school, getting picked up with a shotgun. Yeah. So I like, get on the bus to school with a shotgun. So because they knew they were going to go hunting right, right after, after school, school, bring home dinner. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and stuff like that. And yeah. That'll happen today. Yeah. Not. So I, I, I in some ways, I can see the young kids doing this, but in other ways, it's just this. I don't know. They're like, playing Chucky on the playground, so 
No, literally, I was out on the playground this week, and this is this is one of the new games. It's Chucky. Well, yeah, but it's like tag. Only you're pretending to stab the people you tag. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. But the main difference being, they don't actually have to deal with the consequences of actually killing a fellow kid. No, that's no, true. But they're, they're pretending to. Yeah, pretending to constantly. But, yeah. but could you imagine if one of them actually did that? And oh my god, the kid's dead now. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They would be traumatized, <laughs> right? Right. Oh, unless you're Yeah, unless you Peter. But, yeah. uh, so I, I have a little trouble with the age range in, in there. Um, Agreed. Mm-hmm. I also have a, a, a little... I, I'm i sorry, I don't care if it's a futuristic battle school or modern days, there would have been more um, uh, supervision. So oh, to speak, yeah. Oh, yeah. On these kids, you know, instead of you know uh, situations where uh, kids end up, where he wound up having to <laughs> literally, he did. I don't think he realized they were the supposed time. to. They were supposed they to. They chose to back off, and both times he wound up. He killed someone. He killed somebody, and both times he didn't know he did. He just was but, trying to stop with maximum force, not realizing he had no idea. Yeah. and he went and cried both times afterwards. Yeah. He felt bad because he hurt so, someone. I, I have a. a <laughs> little, he knew he killed them. You yeah. know, just like. I don't know. I think in in a, in a real world situation, somebody would have. Yeah, there would have. That's why Graf was <sighs> on trial. Yeah, yeah. But, but he was those acquitted were, at the end. Those were two, yes, but yeah. those were two of the main things but, that they brought out. Yeah, you know, I just I, I don't know the way the the way the way he they treated. Oh, I know they those totally kids treated them just, wrong. They just oh, I know. You know, I agree. But uh, the. Uh, the uh, the political side, although it was interesting, uh, was a little dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it, it part, uh, as, as part of the story, I, I found it, I liked it as part of the story. But it just like okay, we can move this along now. Yeah. You know, um, is uh, Peter going to uh, be the next hegemon or mm. or whatnot? Right. And, uh, and it's a strange thing. The other. Uh, just the other day, I was watching a video on YouTube and uh, a political thing, and a guy mentioned the American hegemony. Hmm. And I'm thinking, where did that come from? You know, because I've that's outside of the, the this book, I have never ever heard that word. Me neither. And mm. then here in uh, a political. I don't even remember what it was about. It was something to do with uh, America and the, the Middle East and stuff. But the, that that word hegemony, American hegemony, stuck. I've heard that word outside the context of this book, but it's not commonly used in regards to American politics. No, it's not. Yeah. But uh, but as uh, being as the, in in this book, the American hegemon, yeah. you know, and and this, and then it later on becomes the uh, the hegemon of Earth, you know. Is it and kind of like the like a president or? President? I don't think so. Yeah. I thought it was pronounced hegemony. He- well, you have uh, the hegemon, which is uh, mm-hmm. as a person, person, and then you have the hegemony, which is the office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, is the way I the way I understand. Kind of like president and presidency. It's the right. person yeah. and the office. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Brandon. Okay. You have to you have to wonder. <laughs> If the word was a word before it was used in this book, or as old as this book is, because there are this book's not that old. 
70s. From the 70s. So? Well, the, the thing it's is... It's older than I am. <laughs> the thing is, authors have, in the past, at least, invented words that then that get used then in comic context. Used, yeah. Yeah. You know. Shakespeare created, I think, a hundred and... Something like some that, yeah. 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 and then phrases, things like, that's Greek to yeah. me, is a phrase we use all the time that was originally from Shakespeare, from Julius mm-hmm. Caesar, you know, things like that, where... Gen-E also create Green-Eyed Monster. Yeah, green yeah. Monster. Yeah, things that we just... They're just common. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm just, that's one of those things to wonder. It's old enough that that yeah. could have come from. That it's entered know. the lexicon. Exactly. Okay. Um, starters, the very concept of the book, mm-hmm. I have issues with. Okay. Um, not enough video games. <laughs> not video. How many of you are familiar with the um, Children's Crusade? What do you mean? Like the. Historically, the Children's oh, okay. Crusade. This is something Sending that the happened. Kids off to war. Yeah. yeah, this is something that happened in history where the Templars. We're losing the Crusades around the Fourth Crusade. They they got desperate and they said, "Oh my God, we're losing because our soldiers aren't holy enough. We're going to send children into battle, and they were all fucking slaughtered." Yeah. All right. Every hundreds of children dead. All right. This does not work. <laughs> Sending children to war does not work. Historically, realistically, it's happened. Does not work. All right. It worked here. <laughs> the, yeah. Right, but here well, also they weren't the ones firing actually the guns. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what you're saying is, but I'm saying send in smart kids. They have to be smart. And technically, they need to be in command. They need to not be. They're not the brothers. That's the thing. You send in stupid kids, they will die. Most of them actually died. Stupid holy children. Most of them actually died in in route from dehydration. Yeah. 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 One of the things that he specifically said, and I forget where it was, was that 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 the adults didn't have the capacity. Once they got to a certain age, they just were too Lack set a certain way. Yeah, they I call bullshit creativity. on that. I call absolute bullshit. I don't. I've seen it as far as creativity. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. And I've seen it squelched out of children. And I know You're so right. many adults. So many Now, you are a creative person. And you've allowed yourself to allow your creativity to grow as an adult. But most adults I know are not like that. I know so many adults who lack so much creativity. It makes me want to cry. Am I creative? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> within the context of certain things, yes. Like, you know, within context of gaming and things like that. And I know so many people, like like even teachers who are good at, at knowing how to write, who who like they have their kids write creative stories, but they they're like I don't think I could ever write a book. A creative they they don't. We are unless your creativity is cultivated, it is lost, and I've seen it, and I've seen it in kids who are ten and twelve but who no longer are creative. Let me ask you something, and it though. breaks my heart. Throughout the, so we're talking about military history. Okay, I'm just talking about yeah, in just, general. In general, creativity. Creativity gets lost. It does, okay. This is an actual thing. <laughs> but when has creativity been necessary to war? I have no idea. I'm not a big studier on war. I don't right. think war very much. Tactics. Uh, but it, tactics. Yeah, tactics. tactics and things yeah. like that. Yeah. I would say because, I mean, if you look at it. They're I wanting know. to look at it in a new way. You can't mm-hmm. think outside the box if you're if stuck in the box. You look at even the second Punic War with Hannibal dissolving the boulders to get out of his way with acid. Yeah. That's what, that was something he was like, 
we got to get these boulders out of our way so right. we can cut across here. Let's use acid on it. So to a degree, creativity does yeah, work. Yeah, but in Hannibal combat. was a grown man with experience. Um, yes, but I'm just saying creativity. It's still requires creativity. It's still requires creativity. But you also have like uh, Caesar. Not, it's not Caesar. Um, Little. Uh, the Greek, not the no. You the Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great was a young. He mm-hmm. was very young, and he came up with uh, tactics. No one else had ever thought. Of. Nobody else had ever thought of at the time. And it's in being creative. And he was, so mm-hmm. he used his creativity in that sense, and uh, we still use some of those tactics today. But given um, the time period, Alexander, I think I'm not sure, but I think he would have. At the very least, been considered a grown man for the time period. Well, right? he was what sixteen or yeah. 17? That's you know, mm-hmm. you when, know when your uh, life expectancy is thirty. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. But yeah. still, right. but but whether right. your life expectancy is thirty or three hundred or three hundred <coughs> as a human, you do the majority of your of of your mental development in the first. 20 years. Yeah. The, so he the was frontal lobe doesn't solidify until 25. Because he, So he was still in that area of growth where he, he could be more creative and, and stuff. Yeah, I just, um, I, I, I call bullshit on the concept. But, but okay. I, um, as far as sending children into war, I... Oh, yeah, that's uh, a terrible Actual thing, right? combat, like mm-hmm. in, our, in our past histories, yes, I yeah. completely agree yeah, with that. Horrible. But as he far as as sending, uh, send, you know, taking a genius child and pushing him into a situation where he thinks he's just playing a video game mm-hmm. and and uh, moving pieces around, he could be? that could be plausible. Maybe mm-hmm. not completely doable, but I would plausible, say plausible. Plausible, but also un- like I'm sorry, in a wartime scenario, you're not going to tell me one general is going to stand up and be like, "I can do it better than the fucking twelve year old." <laughs> yeah, sorry to curse, uh, but like, you know. but they have it. But that's the thing; they right. hadn't. They kept right. losing right. because all the people who were weren't. They needed right. something. They needed but also, holy children. They, they did apparently. <laughs> they needed the, the one thing that, kids. that they would have trouble with. Also, with a child that brilliant. Do you? They really think they would be able to keep him out of the local nets, where he couldn't be watching or keeping up on local events and things mm-hmm. like that. That's yeah. why they. That's you know, the thing. They well, well, I don't think he'd be interested. They didn't have more intelligence. But 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 they 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 kept him isolated so that he wouldn't be influenced by uh, anything, anything mm-hmm. local mm-hmm. events or anything yeah. like that. Uh, Otherwise, he they may made not. him into a machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. a creative machine. Yeah. The other problem I have with this book is it glorifies shit posting online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really does. It, um, yeah. Now Orson Scott Card is a columnist, and I think it's a little egocentrical for him to say, "Oh, as a columnist, you can easily find a route to become the president of the United." States. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, I don't like the fact that it supports that kind of like. No, I agree. You should post I, I think it. I think it was an interesting take on it, especially mm. considering that the internet was not around yeah. no. when he wrote this. I just didn't find that part to be believable. Was my thing. No. Yeah. Like I, I could see Basically that the it's a possibility, the but yeah. I, I don't. Well, we'll get into it. We'll get into yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did not like this book. I do not like Orson Scott Card as a human being. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I really don't. And I, I had my opinions of him before I went into the book. 
Because that could maybe mentally cue you slightly. No, no, no. I mean, because you know he's said some things um, that, that you disagree with. I yeah. disagree strongly with. There was boycotts of the film. There was uh, he was set to write a Superman graphic novel, and there was so much outrage that DC's like we're not putting up with this, and mm. he didn't. He never got to write Superman. I never even heard of him or about the movie until until we, until we pulled the book out. That's fine. That's fine. Side um, note: It's kind of interesting how often Brandon can bring conversations back to comic books. Well, he's, <laughs> right, just, he's a sci-fi just, writer. He, he can always. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this shows that Brandon has creativity <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> he can always bring things back to comic books. He can books. very creatively <laughs> bring it back to comics. <laughs> how dare I underestimate his, his look? Isn't very creative. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is where I learned of Orson Scott Card was when he was up to write a Superman story. And um, because of things that he said, there was a boycott, and DC was like, okay, we're not doing business with you. Like, right. DC, like, we don't want to do business with you. So that's where I learned about this guy long before Andrew's game. Now, well, long before you learned about Andrew's game, yeah, well, which in, was written before you were born. So yeah, obviously it wasn't yeah, before Andrew's yeah. game. I was so. six, and in 1977, I'd rather watch Star Wars than Andrew's game. <laughs> yeah. I was two. <laughs> I wasn't born. <laughs> so I, I will say, as a, a piece of science fiction, it is like I believe the only book to win a Hugo and a Nebula mm-hmm. award at the same time. Like but when you look at the technology alone mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. brings, I mean, yeah, okay, people are like the kids are totally trolling the internet, which mm-hmm. hadn't even been invented yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very creative. Like, like there's, like, there's <laughs> things, like, I can see why it won awards, because there's mm-hmm. things that, you know... Oh, yeah, there are things in here that you can recognize today, like, you know, yeah. iPads, laptops, things All that things you're like, you're just oh, like, oh, I can, okay, you know... Yeah. Radio yeah. R to an extent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But, like I said, the, the glorification of shitposting, the, you know... The very core concept of the book is children. Like I, you know, didn't care for this at all. No way. So. Maybe. Most of the book, I was kind of, I was very much with Dave, like neutral. Like I didn't hate it, but it I didn't like, love it either. It was there. Yeah, it was. It was like, oh, okay. It was very much there. I mean, for most of the book, the best I could say was. Well, it's not badly written. It's you know pretty yeah, it's decently easy written. Read. Yeah, easy <laughs> yeah. read. You know, I'd, I could pick it up and not feel like it's overly complicated with its anything. Yeah. You know, but the thing I actually just did not like was the very last chapter. The, um, when it like a, everything after the war, after oh, okay. he's you know they Fighting won the, the war, everything. Yeah, yeah. So you know. So you would like the movie, <laughs> really? Well, I don't know because I even Has didn't. Harrison Ford. I even, I even felt. Who who does Harrison Ford so play? Graf. 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 He plays Graf. And mm-hmm. Ben Kingsley plays uh, Maze Rackham. Uh, so I just they're, they're I felt so big, bad. No, I can't think of the other actress, Davis or. Um, you feel bad about I felt so bad that they basically broke him. Like, yeah. they yeah. broke oh, him. I, I hate that. When going into the final battle, which I guess ahead of time, oh, this is going to be the battle. This is not a test. This isn't his final. No. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw that coming. You could ask Brent. I looked at him and I go, son of a. This, is a, this isn't a test, is it? She's like, reading. I was like, okay, I'm on page 291. Is this the, 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 the battle? battle? 
I'm like, I just like looked at you. He hadn't even started yet, and the line that gave it away to for me was he, he when he asked, "Oh, does the such and such work on a planet?" And Graf was like, "The consequences during this." Are you know you have to deal with the consequences in this test? I'm like, it's they have test. never attacked mm-hmm. a civilized. Yeah, never attacked a civilized thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. he's going to attack the planet. Whether, whether you want to, whether you want to draw, I mean, uh, yeah. do tactics that will uh, bring on reprisals. Is yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, he's going to attack the planet. He's going to kill everybody on the planet. That's you know all the buggers out there, and he's going to win the war for them. Mm-hmm. The only part that I didn't see coming was that. Everything from the command school was had been part of the war. That's the only thing I didn't see. Every single yeah, one. Every of single those. one. And all the, the dead, ships lost. The all dead, the people giant. that yeah yeah. All like but yeah. So the but the thing that I really just did not care for was at the end. It's like okay when he has when he starts to see everything from the bunker's perspective and understanding. I was like okay that's convenient that now he can you know basically downloaded everything in his mind. (laughs) You know, I'm like, okay, I understand that authors rely to a degree on convenience factors. Oh, murder mystery, they find that one clue that solves everything. You know, so I get it. And in most books, there has to be a degree Dang, easy way out. (laughs) There has to be a degree of convenience factor. It's the drop box of the time. Yeah, and in in every book, there's a convenience factor to take in, you know, of course, because otherwise you're not going to get a solution to every book, Mm -hmm. you know. So I, I get that, but... It's like, oh, okay, so now basically he just, he knows everything from their perspective, and, you know, he was brought to the brink of destruction fighting these, you know, creatures. Oh, and now he's going to take, you know, this new queen and totally rebuild everything, and okay, yeah, that's fine. That's, so they could start over. They could start over, <laughs> right? It's like, okay, yeah, sure. That's, that, that totally but now sense. they know why there was a problem to begin with. Well, yeah. A communication and, problem. They mm-hmm. weren't creative. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. But you know what I mean? It's like, okay, great. So he basically went through being broken for nothing if he's going to help Right. You. I mean, again, I, I get they have a better understanding of each other now. Okay, that I get. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, just the fact that he conveniently, <laughs> he conveniently understood everything and... Um, you know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I, I your floor. I context that was mustard. There's nothing in there, so it's fine. <laughs> so yes, it was very convenient. Very convenient. That he so. found a queen larva. Yes, and I just I hated it. It was. See, I'm good. <laughs> Is it open? No. Okay. No. <laughs> but that's what I I just I hated that entire section and the whole speaker for the dead section. Uh, just I, ugh, it, it drove me nuts, and it, I don't know. I felt like it gave him a chance to figure out what he could do, yeah, but to make up for because they tricked him into committing genocide. Yeah, they yeah, did. They turned him into the guy in the bunker with the keys. Yeah, that's what yeah. they did, and it, it's horrible. Which that in itself sucks. Yeah, but. I don't know. I just that they gave uh, him a way to redeem himself. Yeah, which I think is what the author was going for was a way mm-hmm. for the kid to redeem himself and figure yes. out what he could do with his life to make up. For yeah, all these but when you start did. the second book, he still has the freaking egg. Yeah, I, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'll even read the other books. But I, I the, my the audio version had the first chapter of the uh, last mm-hmm. book or the second book. I I got like ten minutes into it. I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. This is stupid. <laughs> you sound defeated. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
So yeah, that was my major problem. David! Oh, sorry, did you have... That's okay. You, you were saying that was your major problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's was... okay. Go ahead, David. Major problem. <laughs> major problem. Um, it's major problem. <laughs> I don't want to say I had uh, any problems with it. Like I said, I'm, I'm kind of like in the so middle with this one. I mean, I just thought it was kind of odd that the kids were a little bit young. I mean, I'm six or seven. I was picturing like early teens. Yeah, that's the way they act, yeah. yeah. The way they are in the movie, yeah. they're yeah. teens. Like, I imagined Ender being, like, <clears throat> not, not definitely at least 12 or 13. Yeah, you know? but I, under, I understand that, that the author wanted to express that uh, the intent was creating super geniuses. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, he wanted to start him, start him young, but, I mean... I it, talked like that at that age. It felt like to me... I, people always thought I was way older than I was. That he was... He found a sci-fi outlet to tell stories of military school. Now, I looked him up. I couldn't find that if he had actually ever went to military school. I but, don't know. I don't remember. There was a really long... There was a the, the prologue mm-hmm. from him that I actually read and I found really interesting because he gets letters from people in the military... Mm. who've read this book and really identify with certain aspects of it. But he also gets letters from prodigies who feel like they're represented oh, yeah, because yeah. They, they were that smart as little kids and that far above all the adults in their life as children. And, and so they identify and thank him for certain things about the book that they really identify with. Um, and so, and which are totally two different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but as, I don't remember if it actually said he'd even been in the military himself. The only thing I could, because when I looked him up, the earliest education I could find was he went to Brigham Young. So I'm assuming. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell that I is. I think there were other two, two other schools listed, I think, when I looked mm. them up. I forget which ones. It, it's a school. University of Utah. Yeah. Mostly oh, yeah. associated with the Mormon faith. Uh, whatever. But I don't... He, ne- he never... Nothing I looked up, he never actually talked about. Mm. Uh, I don't, don't care. I don't, could care less where he went. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I just didn't really have any problems with it. I mean, yeah, now that I think about how the little child thing, I didn't even... About what you were saying, I didn't even think about it. I was just, just focused on the story and not how... Where he got his ideas from, so I personally didn't mm. care. But um, I really don't have any anything bad to say about it. I'm just like, okay, it's whatever. I'm cool with it. And then at the end, it was like, okay, they gave him some some uh, answers to his questions and, and and made his morals come back to a, a balance, so that way he doesn't feel shitty about himself. But shouldn't he? Didn't care. Well, he I was still just, did, though. I was just reading. Mm-hmm. I was just reading the story, and it's just like mm-hmm. in the end. Okay, okay, that's it. Okay, and then I was done with it. I just didn't really, really have a high. You, high you weren't invested. This one. No, mm-hmm. it was just like okay, whatever. Um, I I didn't find it very believable that. Not not just that two kids could be as convincing online as far as political motivations. I didn't find it very believable that they could do that under the guise of anonymity and develop such a huge, incredible following such that actual 
real life government officials and and people in real uh, um, non anonymous positions of power would start following and believing and quoting, right? Like we've all seen like memes online or oh that's so relatable or whatever the post may be that we mm-hmm. identify with, right? Right. And we and we might share it as far as like this is great. Oh, this is this is so you. This is you a thousand percent. But it's not necessarily going to affect politics. No, especially not now when we have so much video. But I feel like when he was inventing this, it was all yeah. written it rather all than written. You there wasn't video. You didn't see. Now yeah. it would have to be videos, and they would have had to done something. Yeah. To, it, it's also implied know. that there's a private net and a public net. Yeah. So once they got onto their father's account. They were able to talk to the adults, and yeah. so like it, it, it's, it's not exactly the same as our internet. Yeah, the yeah. internet. Yeah. But I Everyone agree. Does. Not now. That wouldn't. Yeah, work. no. The the circumstances aren't quite the same. He couldn't have predicted everything, but no, no, like, absolutely not. If if I found the anonymous writings of someone online that I that I really truly identified with, I wouldn't necessarily let it affect my own political decision-making processes without at least trying to look into who the fuck this person is. Right? Right? Like, mm. like... There's a lot of F-bombs. Oh, God. Yeah, I have a warning on this one. I'm sticker to it. No, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'm just saying some people don't often do that, so... Me and Brandon got the line share. I got angry. Yeah, I just I I understand that it's it's a it's a nice thing to have plot wise. It, it was good for the course of the book. I see what mm-hmm. purpose no, it yeah. served. Oh, absolutely. I just didn't find it to be believable. not as believable. No, especially not in from our point of view now. Yeah, with, with what we have nowadays, it would with all stuff. No, it, it's I don't think it would work. Mm-hmm. One of the other things I didn't find that believable was that it was a good idea to not tell Ender that the final test was actually a real war. Mm-hmm. Like if if you hide that from him, there's Every possibility that he just won't take it seriously. I know that's not his track record, but he's still a human. Right. He's still a kid, right? If, Making if, it an important test. Well, they they set him up to again be the guy in the bunker with the keys. Yeah, yeah. Like all he really had to do was just hit the planet with the, the deadly weapon. That, but he had to figure out how to get it there. That's yeah, the he, thing. He they needed it. him to figure out how to. Yeah. Yeah, but also the idea was it it takes. All the onus off the adults. Yeah, the kid committed genocide. Yeah, he didn't commit genocide. No, you gave a kid a loaded gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys are a-holes. Yeah, because yeah. because even if the kid pulls a trigger, you're still as culpable because you gave him the way to do it. Yeah, which is why Graf went to trial. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He he didn't. <laughs> even though they won. I don't know. I thought he was proved not. But guilty. he still went to trial. He was acquitted. He wasn't proven not guilty. I feel like it would have been a better and more rewarding ending, just like from a reader's perspective, if they informed Ender that this is a real battle and then he could start winning the consequences of real battle actions. Because that was his whole point with being in... It was basically a school. It was mm-hmm. it was, it was was the danger room forever, you know? But they like didn't, They didn't do that because they wanted to win. Yeah. <sighs> they, well, because they, they knew that if he knew... He, because... He was too empathetic. He was too empathetic. That's why they never told him he killed anyone when he did. But that's why... Because he wouldn't have... He wouldn't have sacrificed the soldiers to win that he had to do in order to win. They were fake. He believed that it was just And that's what... I I, I agree it was horrible, but I... I don't. But at the same time, it's it's complete... uh, It's... 
like opposite of what Graf was saying the whole time. Graf was the one he didn't stop the fight with Bonesaw because he wanted to know. Look, in real life, no one's going to stop him. Yeah. In mm-hmm. real life, he, there are consequences that he cannot get out of. Mm-hmm. And so I feel by not telling him this is a war, he just went against everything that he was saying the whole book. You yeah. know, I don't know. So, I just feel like, like from a meta standpoint, the the payoff for us as readers would have been better if. Now all of a sudden he's thrown into the real war and he still made it out somehow without, you know, yeah. killing a bunch of everyone, apparently. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done it. I would have done it the same way. Uh, I don't know. I, he I had a know. perfect track record. Why ruin it now by telling him the truth? Because we, we, we really Especially don't when, know that when the they, truth would have ruined it. When they brought up the screens like, and like it was the less powerful ships and it was, you know... At the risk of uh, the whole world, you do that afterwards. I, I don't know. It, yeah, like it, it was. It was a, a good narrative plot device to do. It was a nice twist, even if it was a little bit predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I just I find I just don't find that to be very believable. As I thing. will say though, at the same time, that by not telling him. I was genuinely worried that he wasn't going to take it seriously. Yeah, at the like, end, it's, well, it's like... At, at the end, he didn't take he, it seriously. Well, he, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I thought he was just going to be like, you know what, I'm tired of them messing with me, I'm not going to do a dang thing. And yeah. he would. I, I thought he was going to just sit back and not do anything. And having no, guessed that no. it was the final battle, I'm like, oh, this is going to end poorly. No, because because it was a test. They, made, they kept telling him this was important. Yeah, but he also said, maybe I shouldn't, because he didn't want to have to progress to the right. next stage. No. So right. he's like, no, I could just... true. He goes, I could just but. do nothing and they'd have to make me do it again. What's the worst I do? Fail? Yeah. Pl- plus it's you know? not it's not like they haven't, you know, from his perspective, cheated yeah. and tried to Every defeat time. him multiple times yeah. before, right? Like, like we all reach a breaking point. Yep. What, you know, regardless no, of where that is or what form it takes, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like by not telling him during that pivotal moment in like actual history, like it, it, they ran the risk stupidly of him just going, "Fuck it, I'm done." Yeah. And just I'm, I'm unbuckling my seatbelt. I'm getting out of the car. Yeah. I'm going to bed. Yeah. And, right. and then their whole master plan of him accidentally saving the world could have just gone to shit right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you convince someone who doesn't want to do a thing that they need to do the thing right then and there yeah. when it matters? Especially you know, if he telling him the truth. Yeah. No, that, no, I see. I see both sides, but yeah. I never would have told him the truth. I see why the author wrote it that way. I guess I just would never have written it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't have written I, it. I, I'm, I'm not big on war stuff. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I don't. But yeah, that that, I don't that was just right. That's not my kind of writing. <laughs> was one, of, one of my major gripes with the book, but I didn't. I didn't really have that many major gripes with the book. Because there's nothing really to gripe about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> except the concept. <laughs> Whatever. And the author hey. apparently. Oh yeah. Bye. Um, anything somebody else hasn't said? I don't know. Um, that Petra was the only girl. That's BS. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> his sister. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, at least there were a couple strong female characters. So I can't completely gripe about it. Um. Oh, there was his mother. Oh wait, no, she wasn't. No, strong. she wasn't strong. No, I didn't. Did not mention her, did I? No, Petra and Valentine. Um, I don't know. I. If you enjoyed it, then you enjoyed it. I did. I didn't enjoy everything. Mm. Like I found some of the stuff interesting while still not liking it. I I, I mm-hmm. hated that they. I I mean, I felt for Ender. I I identified a lot with Ender. Um, you know, I I went to a special smart kids school. 
when I was a kid until we moved down here and there wasn't one. And then I had to go to regular school again, which was fine, but... Were you in gate? I was. was And when I was in Fresno, we had separate schools. You got tested in first grade. So I went to kindergarten and first grade, I took a test. In second grade, they started shipping me to the other school. See, there wasn't a a separate school. There was a whole separate school. What did you get out of all of that? Uh, well, I got more education when I, <laughs> a little bit, I really pushed myself. Apparently my, my parents, I didn't know until later, but I, I pushed myself to constantly achieve because in kindergarten and first grade, I was top of my class easy. And then I was in competing with all these other smart kids to try to be top of the class. And I was very competitive in that way. Um, and so apparently my, my parents had discussed pulling me out of the gate school because I was stressing myself out at six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. Um, and you didn't even have to fight a battle. No. I didn't. I um, my biggest Although, battle was math. <laughs> That's a tough battle, though. <laughs> um, however, though, in fifth grade, <laughs> when I was still struggling in math, in fifth grade, we were being taught out of a sixth grade math book. You were a year or two ahead of your grade level in everything. And then when we came down here and I started sixth grade at the regular school, it happened to be the same math book I'd had in fifth grade. So the things that I had missed... Whatever basics I had missed suddenly clicked, and then I was really good in math from that point on, so math no longer made me cry. But um, one of the things that was nice, though, about the Gate School is because, I mean, yes, I was one of the scholarship kids because we were on welfare, but because, you know, that's just, we didn't have a lot. But there was more funding for this school, so we had Mm. actual microscopes, and we had computer labs and things that... That, that weren't available at the regular schools. There was there was actual like. Now I feel discriminated. I'm sorry, you didn't even live <laughs> in the same town or in the same <laughs> decade. No, Isn't that so sad that the quality of education many kids receive essentially is based on how much money of the is the available? Area yeah, has yeah, as well yeah as. that's true. Like, there was a, there was but that wasn't here when I was a, when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, I went to we a gate beat, school. We used to beat up the gate kids. Of course, yep, of course, of course you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> uh, I was so so. You know, I I was one of those kids that people always thought I was several years older than I was. When I was 12, people thought I was at least 17. I mean, I, I got mistaken for my dad's wife when my sister and my dad and I went out when I was still in junior high. Okay? Like, this is... I had the I, opposite problem. I, I spoke more. I behaved more like an adult. Adults forgot that I was a, children on a, regu- uh, that I was a child on a regular basis, even though I was the same age as their kids. You know, like... That happened all the time. I had the opposite problem. I was 16, and they asked if I wanted a children's menu. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd <laughs> say yes, I want my crayons. Yes, yeah. yeah. crayons and everything. everything. I'm not sure like this. Kids menu. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so I... And kids eat free. <laughs> right? I, I very much identify with Ender. Where's my sippy juice? <laughs> and I'm the kind of kid who my sister, my younger sister... She was more rough, and I wasn't, and I hit her less than five times in my entire life, and each time I cried way more than she did because I felt so bad that I hurt her. I beat my so, sister daily. David, I'm just trying to share my opinion here. I know that. We've had that conversation before. I'm just trying to say that I identified with Ender in a way that you didn't, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not, I that I, so. not that I loved the game. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> or loved loved the book because there's things I didn't. That that's I mean it. I hated that that they didn't protect him when he should have been protected, and he ended up killing a kid. And then again, I, I hated that um, they didn't tell him it was just a game. I hated that 
because I felt it because I was one of those people who was yeah I I feel major empathy for people if I hurt someone I feel bad usually worse than they do that I've hurt them because that's just who I am so so I mean the book was well written and there were things that I absolutely despised about the book partly because I would have reacted the same way Andrew did I would have been the one crying crying and sobbing in the corner you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um, after I beat up someone and so I just you know just it's not that I loved the book there are things that I did like because I identified with the characters so I cared I was invested um, but there's things that just I just liked a lot you know so anyway that's all I was trying to say you don't have to pick on me because I was a gatekeep. <laughs> I was a bully. You probably were, you David. Sure are. <laughs> okay, final thoughts. Um, David's a bully. Oh wait, what about the book? <laughs> no, I was bullied um, as a kid, and I turned into one. You got to break the cycle, man. You got to be was, better than. Was a, no way. I like being a bully. It gives me power. It was an interesting read. <laughs> Gonna call him Bones. Up. Oh, I'm, I'm just happy that the it's book I chose caused so much discussion. Because <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't always happen. That is true. A lot of times we do mostly Most, tend to agree. Not no, always. But just, a lot of times it's just like, okay, you know, for the books I choose. But uh, this one, people had... Opinions, major strong <laughs> opinions. So I'm like, yes. Except for or except for Maylene and David, who both were like, well, the one that time when I hated the the last chapter so much, I threw it some mustard. So you know, yeah. So that was kind of my strong opinion on that. <laughs> you aimed for the couch and hit the floor. I was using the tactics. Use the wall. Bounce off. It was very creative. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, wow, little commander. It is an interesting universe. Uh, so, if uh, I, I think if uh, you know if if, uh, if somebody reads the book and they want to uh, continue on, just keep on going. I guess. See what else yeah. there is. I, I would probably read the second one just out of curiosity, uh, if I have time between our other books. Uh, which which he probably won't. <laughs> Luckily, the next book I've already read like three times. So. Yeah, I'll say uh, unless it's a book that he's too much house stuff to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say unless it's a book that he's already read, or we take a two month break like we did for Christmas. Yeah. You know, so so uh, I've read fifteen books at least since since I read but, Ender's Game that, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Christ, I've read this one. <laughs> it was Christmas break. <laughs> I devoured a few books in between in the time we... Is- I read the, it in two days. The book I got her I for Christmas, she read it in two days. I spread it out, too, because I wanted it to last a full two days. And it I, wasn't a thin book. It was mm, about that thick. I've done two and a half... I, well, I did one and a half books, not counting under again. See, I started a book, and then, and then got sick over game. Christmas, so <laughs> that was it. Well, that's one of the reasons I read, was because I was in bed sick. Oh, no. Um, I, I, I've always been a little, you know, envious of people who could read so quickly that they finish this book in one or two books. I'm Rain like... can kill a book. Oh, my goodness. See, you, he reads faster than I do. like my mom. She reads that fast, too. I I have... But he can read twice as fast as I can. See, aside from you and Wayne, I have friends who've read, like, 
the fifth Harry Potter book, you know, the thick one, in one night. And I'm like, you guys are insane. Crazy. Yeah, I I'm read like, book seven in 24 hours. Total. I'm like, I have no idea how you guys did it, but that's that's ridiculous. I <laughs> like, a, a friend wants a, a Batman book, mm-hmm. and like in between classes, gave it back to me. I was like, you're not interested? No, I read it. <laughs> Finished yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. What happened in chapter such and such on page 44? I was a little bit like that. I was like, mm, <laughs> nailed it, too. I was like, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, final thoughts, Brandon? <laughs> we um, totally got sidetracked, yeah. but we like to read, obviously. Well, final thoughts, Justin. Let's start with Justin. You did, you did. I did. Oh, yeah, okay, um, I really don't like Orson Scott Card as a human being. Um, you're, you're not unbiased, but you're also aware biased. enough to know that the bias is there for you. Yeah, yeah at least at least you're aware. Yeah. I, I, okay, I wouldn't have read this otherwise without the book club because I really do not like him as a human being. Okay, so we're all gonna <laughs> <laughs> just, just Orson Scott Card books. Okay, without one page, book suggestion. Everything on that list. Um. We love you, Brandon. Yeah. All due next month. <laughs> <laughs> right? um, so, uh, For the next two years, Ender's Game. Ender's Game book club. This is not Ender's club. Everyone, I quit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I don't like him as a human being. I, I tried to, before today, sat down and listened to interviews with him and tried to see where he was coming from and I still think he's an ass. Um, Fair enough. So you don't want to read Xenocide? No, I read Xenocide. (laughs) So, you know, it's one of those things where Woody Allen, do you separate Mm. the artist from the art? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I have a problem watching Woody Allen films too. There's Um, only two that I like. One is Ants. (laughs) I love that movie. That's movie. The CGI movie? Yeah. 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 Oh, Woody Allen movie? He, he voices character. the main character. Oh, okay, all right. No, he didn't like... He didn't he, he, right. he's in it. He voices the say. main character. That <laughs> yeah. was the one... For years, that was the only Woody Allen anything I'd ever seen, because my dad didn't like Woody Allen either. Yeah. The other one is... Um, oh, what is that? Midnight? Scoop. Scoop. Oh, Scoop. Scoop. It has... Gerard Butler in it, I think, right? I A lot of his movies have Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson in it. Where she, yeah, and it's no, it's not, it's not um, Jared Butler. It's uh, is it Hugh Jackman? Mm. That one? I don't remember. Anyway, so, Scoop yeah. is the only other one. Yeah. My cousin I, Mary was in a movie. I have movie. trouble mm. remembering who Woody Allen is because he yeah, is very neurotic. A, a New name? York Jewish film director. He worked with Sid Caesar. He started on, on the Sid Caesar show with Mel Brooks. He's got the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, he's also a yeah. uh, pedophile. Oh, okay. so like. He's, he's really one of those very influential and very controversial entertainment figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I brought him up because it's one of those things where like everyone goes to him like, do you separate the art from the artist? Do right. You? And it, sometimes it's hard to do. It, it really depends is. on who it is. And you know. I had a problem with that on this one. I, I every time I'm reading, it, knowing what I know about Orson Scott Card, I'm like, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's worse than Graf. Got it. Okay. Yeah. For the longest time, I was a big believer in separation but mm-hmm. nowadays I I don't know how I feel about it because when you buy this book the asshole gets money yeah <laughs> um, and so it's one of those things where it's like you gotta be okay with that well not if you buy it second hand because then you already got the money then you're supporting the store <laughs> yeah. yeah yep yeah yeah I, um, I don't know. 
Yeah, that's just that's. Or if you borrow it from someone. That's true. Yeah. Libraries are a good yeah. thing. Yeah, support your local libraries. Yeah. Goddammit. it! <laughs> <laughs> we um, need them. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of where I am with with Orson Scott. I have more issues with him than the, the book. Than the book itself, because the book is well written. It, and it, there were some things that that you have to see, like even if it wasn't exciting for you, you're like, okay, legit technology wise. Mm-hmm. This book deserved awards just for that. Yeah, from right. the time when it was yeah. written, yeah. like a little doctor. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty creative weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I yeah. If anyone else had written the book and you didn't know who they were and knew nothing about them, you probably would feel a little bit different. Probably, but again, I went into this with the bias. With the bias, yeah. so yeah, yeah it's kind of hard to say that. that yeah. yeah, you know, because again, the, the whole Superman story <laughs> popped on my radar first. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you know the play? <laughs> <laughs> I hope we have some international listeners that are like, what? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's a Lincoln in this? <laughs> no idea what's going on. There is a Lincoln. There's no husband. <laughs> uh, oh, really? That was a terrible shot. Terrible shot. <laughs> All right, Lincoln, please. Well, I mean, you know. Well, I, I love the conversation we had. That was amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, it's also been a couple months since we got together. We even <laughs> a good lively conversation. Yeah. Good, good book for this month. Right. <laughs> Enjoy it now because the next one's going to slaughter you. <laughs> I'd say I probably give it a five out of ten, just because for most of it, I did I was neutral on most of mm-hmm. it. I mean, yeah. minus the two main complaints I really had, I would say most of it I was I didn't hate it, I didn't love it. It was just. It was, it was what it was. There. It yeah. was just there. It, you know, it was better than Maze Runner. <laughs> better than Maze Runner, yes. But at the same time, if it wasn't for Book Club, I probably won't. Mm. I probably never would have picked it up. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I do love about Book Club. There's a lot of things that we end up reading that yeah. I never would have done otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes it was I like, see, I didn't know anything about it, and I watched Justin and I. We saw the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we rented on a red box or something. We like first year we were married. Because it came out the year before or whatever, and we hadn't seen it in theaters or whatever. And so, yeah. Yeah. sometimes yeah. Harrison Ford, we're like, it could be all that bad. That's yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Although, have you seen the uh, the trailers for the new uh, Harrison Ford movie, the the dog movie, Call of the Wild? Call of the Wild. Oh, that yeah. so bad. Like, I love that book, and that movie looks like a Disney. I have not seen that. Oh, seen, the trailers like, look bad. I'm like, how are they going to top uh, uh, Charlton Heston? Mm. I'm sitting there going, like, that. that's the wrong dog. That's no. the wrong dog. He's not a husky. Well, it's the wrong well, dog. No, it's supposed to be like a German Shepherd. Yeah, German Shepherd. It's yeah. not even a real dog. It's, it's so CGI. obviously CGI for most of the trailer. It's not yeah. like you can't get a trained dog these days. Yeah, yeah like yeah. what they did with John Wick 3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or was it number two? Uh, I forget. No, 3. The 3 was yeah. with Halle Berry and those dogs. Those are not CGI. Those are real dogs all the way. Awesome. I need to see that movie. We have it. Right. So, but yeah, um... I forget what I was going with that comment. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's one thing that I like about, you know, book club is that, because there are some books I never would have picked up, but I ended up loving. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I really liked the Conan book we read, you know, mm-hmm. that I, normally I wouldn't have picked it up. Just yeah, I know, right? Well, thanks, David. Like, that was super surprising, and I, but, I liked it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, but then, you know, there are other books that were less favorable. We'll not mention the Maze Runner. Well, I, I know we <laughs> were a for a long time... 
We teased Bonnie about don't point that thing at me. Yeah. But that book legitimately inspired me because I read this like, I could write better than this. I could do a book. I mean, the movie Mordecai was delightful. It was yeah. delightful. Like, I love that book. Like it, it literally yeah. has inspired me. Yeah. Well, the idea here is don't suggest a book based on a movie. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> Although no, I no, because no. Harry Potter, the movies are good too. So don't yeah. even. Yes, but we had read the books That's before true. the movies. That's we didn't. True. We didn't. So we didn't watch the movies and then go to read the books. You know. No. So, but those are my final thoughts. So. Dave. No, oh, I had one um, success. What was it? I don't know. That's watch, a <laughs> watch the movie if you like it. Cool. Yeah. You haven't even seen the movie. You're recommending a movie you haven't even seen. Because he thinks it would be better than the book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I'll, I'll probably end up watching the, the movie just because there is one. I was curious to see the movie. I haven't seen I'm, it. I've never movie. seen it. I never even heard of it until Book Club came out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to read the book, go ahead. And if, if not, then don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say. one of the other books we've done. Yeah. yeah. Done podcasts on that. Yeah, stay away from the Maze Runner, though. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, we don't get I, sued. Whatever. <laughs> it's our commentary. Yeah. It's actually commentary. Yeah, it's not liable. It's not liable. It's, um, there's a, uh, there's the actually Freedom clause, of speech. There's man. a clause of it that you're not going to get sued. Would like to be yeah. liable? You have to say something specific that is not true. That ah. you're that you're saying in a context that it is definitively true. Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. this is all opinion. Yeah. None of us liked a certain book. Yeah. Yeah. We're not saying it's we, a bad book. I wanted to. We <laughs> wanted to like. Remember when we talked about? We wanted to like the main. Yeah. Writer. So we're not saying it's a bad book. Yeah. We're just we saying did. Because we didn't. The, the, yeah. Because I remember the the movie trailer looked pretty interesting. The movie, the movie, movie was, was better was than the book. Pretty good. And it's yeah. it's yeah. an but international bestseller. The, like. Yeah, yeah, because everyone was. And every time was I see like one of my movie. students at the maze run on their desk, I'm just like, no, they're going to not want to read again. Yeah. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Wayne? Wayne just change. hitting the table. Why is this a bestseller? <laughs> <laughs> He's a reserved man, I forget someone whoever was before him said something about being a bestseller and he goes, That was my thing. Why is it a bestseller? <laughs> Both fists on the table, just so angry. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's my final thought. Okay, I do recommend reading this book because there is some things to take from it that are interesting, but okay, in, yeah. in the position of your to-be-read pile, put it on the bottom. Don't put it on the top. Get to it when you can. Eventually you'll come around and say, oh, it's the time for Ender's Game. Cool. Ooh, but also the next Dresden Files book came out. We'll read that after. <laughs> right? Like, like, don't not read this, but don't rush out to get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not sure. I, I, I would agree, yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. with that sentiment. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything else needs to be said about this book. Okay. <laughs> All right, next book. Next book is The, the Martian. Martian. Oh, yes, I'm excited. <laughs> I actually saw the trailer for this movie the day I saw the book for sale. Oh. So I bought the book and read the book before the movie came out. And when the movie came out, I was like... I was disappointed because they left stuff out of the movie that would have been hilarious. But basic 
Technically, you have... Who played in the movie? Fred? Matt, 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 Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I liked the movie. It was cool. No. no uh, um, he got left up on Mars by accident. He, he, yeah. he, he's basically... The, there's a storm... They're having to abort their mission and b- between the, the Martian habitat and their uh, escape vehicle, he gets he- hit with a piece of flying debris and left for dead. It yeah. knocks out his, his life monitor, life monitor so they and he's he dead. dead. They thought he was yeah. dead. So he has to survive. He finds out a way that if he is going to survive, he has to survive for 487 days. Oh, wow. If I remember correctly, or basically he winds, but he has enough food for a certain amount of time. He winds he up surviving for a year and a half, yeah, or almost two years on Mars by himself. By himself, all and thankfully he was like an engineer him, and a botanist. He, like the thing that saves him was the they in the food rations. The people packed real potatoes. Uh, for them to have for Thanksgiving dinner, for like a for their because they were going to be there during yeah, Thanksgiving. Just, yeah. and he was so able was to potatoes. grow potatoes on Mars in his habitat, and yeah, and so and then yeah. just his, his it's just the whole story of yeah. we're going to read it. We're going to read it. No more. No more. It's, it's awesome book. Um, and and like if I remember correctly, I think the the author did a ton of research into how it might actually yes. be possible it, to do the things that were done in the book. I, I will warn you ahead of time that it does get a little textbooky in a place or two. Certain yeah. things when they're going through stuff, but, it's, but it's, just uh, for justification. Did you yes. read it? Yeah, but I read um, Ender's Game, and then you guys were joking with me because it was only two days after our last one. So then you guys, the other one. you said, so go read the Martian now. So I did. <laughs> and then I went and proceeded to read 14 but more books. I, I think it will be today. another one of those books that will have you guys yes, I am. having a good discussion <laughs> about because there's yeah. a lot of good... Okay, cool. Yeah. So, Alrighty. Alright, so until next time, we are reading The Martian, written by... Uh, I forget. Andy Weir is his name. Okay, there you go. Yeah, we're reading The Martian, and it's the last original book that we have. Last original book. Yeah, right. After yeah. this, we get a whole new batch of books, right? Yeah. 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 We'll come right. up with some good ones. Yeah, I've right. got some. All right. Bye. 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 So, there you have it. Ender's Game. Um, with that said, I hope you enjoyed the little bit of the Bond talk at the beginning of the episode. Again, this was recorded before um, uh, No Time to Die, the newest Bond film, came out. Um, uh, these were actually pretty much recorded in um, at the end of uh, 2019. Jesus, that's how long these, how old these were. As this is um, before the lockdown. Um, so thank you. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode once again. Uh, destinycomics.com slash, uh, wait, no, wait, yeah, destinycomics.com and then patreon.com slash destinycomics. I can do this. I'm a professional. I've made some stuff. Um, <laughs> so thank you for your support. Um, once again, I have to thank our, our Patreon, Troy Tima, for his, his uh, support. Um, and again, if you're listening to this, you're a voracious reader. We have bookmarks, we have books. Come check us out. All right. Thank you.